and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden, as always, joined by the managing editor of EKN, David Cole. This is our 30th episode of this podcast show, and it is February the 1st, uh, second month of the 2021 calendar year. Again, the, This Week in Carding is essentially the podcast that we use to uh, to bring all of the news that hit the home page of EKN, put it in a podcast form. Perfect for driving up to to, uh, to work, driving home for work. Season starting to get closer too, so you maybe want to uh, you maybe want to uh, to be out in the garage working on the cart. So great way to get up to speed with everything that's going on in the sport. This edition of this week in karting brought to you by Briggs and Stratton. Briggs and Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the cart track like the Briggs Two Hundred Six. The -the out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? All right, David Cole, uh, first edition of This Week in Karting in uh, in 2021. Uh, Pretty busy run through January as I was down at the Scuzo Winter Series Racing Homestead, uh, and then checked out an LIKC race, then bounced over to, uh, um, where we go, Phoenix, Arizona, for the Challenge of the Americas. But our first This Week in Karting, lots to talk about. The last show was mid-December. Yeah, we had a lot of, uh, we obviously had Christmas holiday, we had New Year's, so that kind of delayed a little bit there. And then January, you had some some traveling issues along with packing issues for getting microphones and having to go get new microphones and then more travel issues. So it's kind of delayed the, uh, the latest edition of this week in carding. Uh, we wanted to do it a couple of weeks ago, but obviously, you know, things happen and, and circumstances, uh, you know, took, took over. And, and now luckily now the first day of, of the new month of February, the greatest month of all, uh, we can, we can get this episode. Yeah, Yes, David, it's your birthday month. Is this? I know I'm not. I'm not going to party like every single day. I mean, it is only 28 days, but you know, I could. But. <laughs> it is David's birthday. We'll talk about that when we get closer to it. Um, David, uh, that's a positive, obviously, in, in your life in the world. David's birthday, but uh, we did have some negatives come through. Uh, that obviously were posted on the homepage of EKN. Postponements, cancellations. Let's start with uh, the postponement of you know one of our favorite races, right? The uh, and we've had a chance. I we both raced it twice, right? You didn't race the first year, did you? I've been there three years, but just raced uh, twice. And uh, yeah, talking about the USAC, yeah, talking about the USAC Cardinal Battle at the Brickyard. Let me throw that out there so people people know what we're talking about. But Dave po- postponed the fifth edition. They say I'm postponed, man. I hope I hope they're able to find a date for it this year. Yeah, as of right now, it's postponed. Uh, you know, I, I think we can kind of see the uh, through all the, uh, you know, the lines that, uh, you know, this really revolves around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and, and you know, them trying to put on what they hope to be, uh, you know, on time, you know, fan filled, if not, you know, whatever. But the Indianapolis 500 on its annual uh, date in the, uh, the, the Sunday before Memorial day. So I think a lot of it has to do with that. And then, 
and and so and and other things that obviously affect uh the speedway you know that that's going on because they do have more than just that event they have the nascar programs and and other events that are that are going to the big track as well too so um so it's a lot a lot of changes going on within the uh the facility itself and you know so covid-19 is still around and that that's obviously a factor and you know so things might have to get moved around um you know we're we're hoping not the 500 itself but you know other events that that will, that may take place at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway so you know it, they 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 made the announcement on December 28th um you know and we haven't really heard much from it because obviously it's kind of the downtime right now and and there's still lots of things to uh to, to kind of happen and unfold up until uh, leading into what will be the summer months for for us in the Midwest here and, and for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So, you know, as of right now, they say a fall date um, could be the rescheduling time. Uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't conflict with Cup Carts North America. You know, I'm sure USAC Karting is really looking at it because a lot of the same staff that they use at uh, at the Cup Carts Grand Nationals uh, is the same staff that USAC uses and uh, at the Battle of the Brickyard. So. It, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what kind of unfolds. I, I would think maybe around probably April, probably April is when we'll start to start hearing maybe some some updates regarding the event. Yeah, my thoughts on it are, are that I think we're getting a, a, a look potentially of uh, of what the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is going to look like under the you know under the, the guidance of uh, of Penske Entertainment. I, I think they're looking at potentially changing some of the events that may be there, styles of events, levels of events. That's some of the, the scuttlebutt I've heard. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll cross our fingers. Obviously, the, the, the Battle of the Brickyard, uh, within the, the scope of our community, Cardi community, a massive event. You know, it, it's like we kind of started coining it. It's the uh, it's the country's biggest club race because uh, just the feel of the track, the atmosphere, and just everybody having a great time, and the, and the, the different classes. It was like all the different classes were there. I really hope they're able to put something together. And I think if a fall date is something that ends up being an opportunity, you're right. We'll probably hear something uh, in April. I think that's probably the key. Uh, uh, off our shores, let's go across the pond, David. Uh, another you know big uh, event news or event update really was the cancellation of the 2020 Rotax Grand Finals. Of course, that race moved from the original date in uh, the fall of 2020. Uh, hoping that the COVID was going to be done, they moved it into January in Portugal, saying, "Hey, you know what? We should be wrapped up by then. We'll do the 2020 race early 2021." But David, uh, middle of January, January 13th, they actually announced that uh, with the ongoing COVID 19 pandemic issues, uh, the race from last year actually canceled. Yeah, essentially, the Portuguese government on January 15th had had put down a number of guidelines and locked down certain things and. That kind of puts uh, a lot of strain and stress on on the over 300 competitors, not to mention mechanics, family members uh, coming from, you know, upwards of 50 different countries around the world coming to to Portugal to to compete at this event. So that that alone is, is a big hurdle to overcome, especially in the pandemic era that we are in right now. And as we're seeing, you know, travel restrictions are are being uh, enforced now, even in the month of January. So um, it's uh, it yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough thing to see happening. Um, obviously, they did the best that they possibly could to put on the event, as you said, moving from uh, what, it, what I believe was November original date, um, and was even I, you know, even uh, moved locations as well too. So uh, 
lot, lots of different changes they made. They had actually had get started getting all the equipment there. All the tents were put up. So essentially it was, it was almost ready to kind of move forward. And then, and then these guidelines were put down. So uh, yeah, it's a struggle, but uh, you know, for the, uh, the team USA and Can- Canadians that were going to compete, um, you know, it, it's tough because this is a hard ticket to get. Uh, you have to earn it. It's not something you can go out and buy and, and take apart in the event. You have to earn your position at this event. So um, it's kind of heartbreaking for all the all the competitors involved. But obviously, you know, in, in this time of pandemic, uh, you kind of have to kind of just roll with the punches and keep moving forward. Andy, we'll see how Rotax elects to address it uh, moving forward. But that's something that we'll, uh, of course, have news on on EK in the coming weeks and months. Uh, First break of the action, folks. Episode number 30 of This Week in Carding. It's February the 1st. Rob and David here giving you all the news that made its way to the uh, the EK homepage over the last uh, couple of weeks. Stay with us. More to come after this break. In carding, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Carding Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Carding Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Carding Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Carding Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Carding Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. If you're searching for a program to elevate you in the motorsports ladder, Crosslink Competition is your next step. Crosslink Competition provides arrive and drive programs that include driver coaching, data analysis, and an engine rental program for all major events in the 2021 season. Team Crosslink is scheduled to compete at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, Rock Cup USA, and the United States Pro Kart Series events, along with regional and local programs from their home base in Texas. Crosslink Competition is a full retail shop for the Xpre chassis and OTK cart parts. Many new and used packages are available right now through their Dallas headquarters. For drivers interested in making the jump from karting to cars, Crosslink provides a streamlined opportunity for you. Team Crosslink and Kiwi Motorsports is a championship winning operation in the F4 United States Championship program, providing the perfect transition within the same. Drivers looking to compete with the elite level karting program or pick up gently used team equipment are asked to call 214-432-4413. Be sure to follow them on all social media platforms at Team Crosslink.
Welcome back once again to the EKN Radio Network. This weekend, Cardi, episode number 30. Lots to bring to you in this particular episode uh, as we're just into the second month of the 2021 calendar year. Uh, David, some updates coming down the pipe, and these, this is kind of uh, extending even more of some news I just saw on, on Facebook. But uh, Supercarts uh, USA pardon me, announcing updates to the X30 for 2021. A number of different things, David. I know that I'll let you kind of go through them because you posted this to the site. Uh, man, so, some updates on the X30, uh, allowing for both the old, the old, the old parts and the new parts to be able to be run in a majority of the cases. But I think we all know that when we're talking, uh, if there's any perceived performance advantage, people are going to be making the moves. But 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 after a long run with the spec program for X30, which was, I think seven years was the, was the, the lockdown when they brought the engine in, we're seeing our first updates uh, to that program. Yeah, this was something that we knew was coming. Uh, in January 2020, they made the announcement that 2021 was going to be the season to begin all these changes. Well, obviously, March, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic hit. And then in April, they announced that they were going to delay all these changes to the 2022 season. Uh, but Souza and IAMI have decided to move forward going with the uh, the opening round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour for 2021, beginning with the Winter Nationals in Nola Motorsports Park. Now, the items that are going to change, or you'll see updates in, uh, the f- main focus is on the new one-piece exhaust. So no more of the flex system. Uh, it'll be a all one-piece, very similar to what you see on the KA and the Swifts. So it'll be all one-piece exhaust, and that will be the only mandatory item that you will have to have when it comes to the Pro Tour uh, for 2021. Obviously, we're coming up in, in less than in just o- under two weeks. We have the, the final for the winter series, none of these changes affect that event. So everything is still on the old, uh, old exhaust, old flex system. Things that will be uh, allowed uh, include a new ignition system, new main bearings, and new airbox. So those three items are elective and not mandatory, like the exhaust system will be uh, once we get to the uh, Pro Tour in March. Yeah, and again, as David said, this was announced this year for the move to the 2021 season. Uh, and again, Winter Nationals will be the first opportunity to, to get that locked and loaded. We'll get more input from some of the other teams and drivers. Uh, on an even more positive note, of course, this this is a good update. As you said, David, the I think you didn't say that the one-piece exhaust, is, that's what's used in Europe right now, correct? We don't They don't use the two-piece. The, the, yeah, flat, these... Right? To kind of go over these changes, all of these changes are to bring everything back to current with what's going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, the United States is the only program that are still using a lot of the old systems. And so that's part of the reason for the push to move to the newer stuff is because a lot of the older stuff is not being manufactured anymore yeah. or it's just being put off to the side. And, and so supplies are running low. So in order for everything to happen, the, the, you know, IME and, and Supercarts USA decided to make the move now. Yeah, and that again, that comes down to the fact that when Scusa first brought the X30 in, as, as they did, they locked it in for seven years. That was the kind of cost, the cost uh, focus of, hey, you know what, seven years, we're not going to change anything. And again, things started changing at IAMI, things started changing in the other places around the world where they run the X30. We're kind of really just catching up to a certain extent. Uh David, some good, some other big news coming out of Supercarts USA. This happened, uh, I believe, in early January. They announced a joint partnership with KBR uh, down in Mexico to form Scusa Mexico. 
in, in 2021. It'll be a six-race program. They're going to have X30, Mini, Micro, Baby, and Honda Shifter, a $60,000 prize package um, uh, for 2021. And I guess everything's based out of the track at Mexico City, but pretty cool to see Scusa expanding south of the border. Yeah, they've always kind of had a working relationship with, with the number of partners that they've had in in this in the uh, country of Mexico. Uh, we've seen a number of Mexican drivers and teams move coming up to uh, to race here in America with the Pro Tour and especially at the Super Nationals. But uh, this is kind of more now of an official partnership uh, between some of the entities that that do promote and uh, and put on races down in Mexico. So it's great to see. You know, you know, Supercars USA extending that uh, that reach that they've had, obviously with regionals here uh, in a number of different areas in in North America, now uh, reaching across the border uh, to Mexico. And yeah, as you said, a sixty thousand dollar prize package, really good uh, program put in place for for those drivers who compete in Mexico. Yeah, the race is essentially March, April, June, August, uh, October, and December. And anytime you have a program like this where a Scooser or any organization has you know an official series or regional program or another national program, wherever it may be, it just sets up to have more people come and run the Supernational, more drivers to come and run the Pro Tour to make it that international flavor we always see, uh, especially at the big race at the end of the year in Las Vegas. Uh, David, moving from Scusa over to the Challenge of the Americas and the California Rock Championship, uh, Andy Saisman and FTK Promotions having a pretty good announcement as they added a, uh, a presenting sponsor uh, for both of this year's series. Yeah, Royce, Royce and Baxter, a uh, hand sanitizer company based in Northern California, uh, has been signed on as the presenting sponsor for both the Challenge of the Americas and the California Rock Championships So, uh, in 2021. So that those programs will have uh, good support from uh, – from a company outside of the uh, the industry, obviously it's still part of the industry. With President uh, Mike Welch uh, is a, a racer and Carter himself, and competes in 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 uh, both programs. So he's uh, offered up his support for the 2021 season. Uh, other partners that have uh, added on to the program: RLV providing a thousand dollars in product, as well as Motul becoming the official oil for both programs, and Sunoco as the official fuel along with other partners such as Acceleration Kart Racing and uh, Odenthal uh, Racing Products, a number, M2 Race Brand, uh, a number of other uh, companies and karting uh, industry members are, are jumping on board to uh, support the program, as we saw at the opener uh, last weekend. Yeah, Pat, uh, RLV, of course, kicking out a bunch of chain, right? They have, like, uh, I think every winner went, went home with a 219 chain, right? Yeah, every winner uh, in the in the non shifter categories went home chain. So yeah, that that's part of the product. I'm sure that product will continue through the California Rock Championship as well. So uh, yeah, lots of lots of number of different partners uh, helping to uh, to help promote uh, that program. Yeah, a lot of positives, right, David? Challenge of America's, of course, up uh, really good numbers, 130 drivers at their opening round, up quite a bit from the opening round from 2020. And the California Rock Championship, of course, getting a lot of growth over uh, 2020 as well. Even with the COVID-19 or COVID issues, uh, they were able to get some good numbers. So a lot of momentum for both of those programs in California and, of course, the Southwest. Uh, and great to see partners lining up with them as well. All right, into the next commercial break, folks. When we get back, uh, our next segment, all WKA. Lots and lots of information coming out of the WK head offices, and we'll get to that when we come back. Racers strive to race against the absolute best at the most prestigious facilities. In 2021, 
Cup Carts North America will provide that opportunity with the inaugural Spring Nationals presented by AEM Karting and MGM Chassis inside the Charlotte Motor Speedway. On the March 5th to 7th weekend, carters from all over North America will converge on the historic Concord, North Carolina circuit. Hosting national and international events through the 1990s and early 2000s, the 7th tenth of a mile course was brought back to life in 2020 with the complete repaving project. Briggs and Stratton 206 racers from kid kart to masters of any experience level can be part of history with a similar experience and competition level that you found at the Cup Karts North America Grand Nationals over the past four years. Before karts rumble at America's home for racing, the 2021 Cup Karts North America season kicks off with the launch of the new CKNA South Division program. A four-race program based in Florida at three popular karting facilities begins in February at Bushnell Motorsports Park. Events in April and June at the Ocala Grand Prix and the 103rd Street Sports Complex hold the middle rounds while a return to Bushnell in August complete the season. The flagship CKNA North Division is set for four events in four different states beginning on the first weekend of May. Visit cupcarts.com for more about the Cupcarts North America Spring Nationals, South Division, and North Division. Join the best in the sport at the Cupcarts North America Spring Nationals. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at RaceBriggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network and episode number 30 of This Week in Carding. It's February the 1st and uh, back to what will be essentially uh, our second full, our third full segment. David, uh, you and your family have been part of the WK for a, lo a lot of years. Uh, pretty cool deal, though, that this is actually the 50th anniversary of the World Carding Association here in 2021. Yeah, 50 years, a long time for the organization, uh, obviously monumental year. Uh, for the program that uh, we we have, uh, you know, many of us on the eastern half of the country have kind of been part of uh, in the sport, whether it be local club, regional, or even national racing. Uh, you know, it kind of, you know, it it just kind of to bring a little people some some history into it. It was kind of a uh, a break off of what used to be the International Kart Federation. Yeah. Uh, you know, something we see a lot in the sport and continue to see is. You know, 
things happen a certain way and, and people decide, well, we don't like the way they're doing it. So we're going to establish our own program. And that's essentially what happened with, uh, with WKA, how it was formed. Uh, IKF Grand Nationals that was held in Camden, Ohio. It was in 1971. Uh, had some uh, difference of interpreting a flywheel off the soon-to-be 1978 uh, world champion, Lake Speed B. Stocker. Uh, so a lot of discussion and heated arguments uh, amongst those involved in the tech Teching of it and interpreting the the uh, the rules and and from that a meeting was formed and uh, a number of people uh, including George Kugler, uh, Dick Wilson from Barnesville, Bob Jeffries, uh, Ron With Withbro of the uh, Ohio Valley Karting Association, and others were among the meeting and helped establish what became the World Karting Association. Um, well, listen, listen, David, to be real, we've talked about this before. The United States is ridiculously large, right, in terms of having a, 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 a over overruling one organization. It's so much different in Europe. And people talk about the fact that, you know, in Europe, the FIA, CIK can have that because the, the country is so much smaller, right? It's it's where we can literally have four different country organizations in the U.S., if not even more, right, because it's so big. It's, it's not, it, it was no surprise to me in going through the history when I first got into the sport that there was a faction that en- and ended up becoming East Coast and West Coast. Well, right? I mean, yeah, you can look at it that way. You can look at it in terms of size. I look at it more as the, uh, the capitalistic type of personalities yeah. that we have here in the United States where they don't like the fact of one person, one organization overseeing everything and that's kind of uh that's kind of the way i look at it i mean even still today it's like how can we not with the way technology is and how we can we can conduct meetings and etc how can we not have just one organization overlooking the entire sport here in the united states i believe canada has been able to to kind of until up until the uh the dispatch of you know of the uh, fia up there uh, it, it can be done. Uh, you know, we have, I'm sure a lot of the other countries and, and their um, affiliates or um, organizations that are built with FIA, you know, are able to kind of oversee the sport as a whole. Um, so, yeah, in a way, yes, you can say it's because of size of our country. But, uh, you know, I think it's more personalities and and yeah. and, uh, and egos that kind of help spark spark this <laughs> these type of things. Let's spin it back to a positive. The bottom line is, David, the WKA has been a huge supporter of the sport for many, many years. Now, 50 years, their 50th anniversary. A lot of great drivers have come out of the WKA program, and a lot of great things have come. Uh, stability on the East Coast, uh, whether it be you know Manufacturers Cup, Gold Cup, uh, road racing program. They've uh, they've done a great deal for the sport over the last 50 years. They will continue to do that because a lot of really exciting things coming out of the WKA as they kind of as they kind of find their way. You know, I, I feel like the WKA is like getting a feel for what their niche is going to be in the new way the sport's kind of evolving. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say the way uh, the organization has to evolve, and and one of those is is with the Manufacturers Cup Series, and that's our next topic. Um, and and the thing is, is they're evolving, uh, obviously with the Bridgestone tire being discontinued at, uh, the end of the 2021 season, they've elected to move and have signed on with, uh, Vega tires to become the official tire for the manufacturer's cup series, uh, moving forward in the 2021 season. So already they've started out in Daytona, 
were still on the Bridgestone tires. And then soon after came out with the announcement that uh, they have signed on with Vega tires for the 2021 season. So when's that going to start? Is it going to start uh, at Charlotte? Is that the plan? Begins for the uh, Manufacturers Cup event on April 15th through the 18th at Charlotte Motor Speedways. And uh, so that'll be, uh, I think, the first official event that you'll see with the Vega Tire. Uh, the WK Summer Club Series begins at, at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. They'll be using the same tires. And I assume along with other uh, programs that do follow the, uh, the WK rules, we'll have the opportunity to uh to follow the same tire rules as well yeah in in looking at the categories too uh, you know, obviously vega has uh, um some good relationships with guys with series like the, the cup carts north america so it'll probably streamline things as well with the Briggs 206 program yeah it's exactly the same tire that you see already in uh, the cup carts north america program with the uh, vah red tires those will be used in all the 206 categories along with the micro and mini divisions that they do you uh, compete in under the Manufacturer's Cup Series. Uh, the Vega Green XH3 will be used for the uh, the F100 categories, both junior and senior, along with the X30 and Rock Senior and Junior categories. So two tires, two tire compounds, essentially, for the entire series. Uh, all right. So let's, in keeping with WK, in keeping with Charlotte, in keeping with Vega... <laughs> What's up next? Right? It's all coming together. Yeah. This last bit in this segment. You know, an event that you you attended and and were part of a long time ago was uh, oval racing inside the Charlotte Motor Speedway in the actual, what we consider now kind of the legends oval that uh, you see on the, that uses part of the infield and and pit lane and and the front stretch there at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, That event is coming back with WKA uh, set for March 5th through the 6th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, so it'll be the first event in probably 18 years that has happened, uh, inside the Charlotte motor speedway. Uh, so WK, the pavement, uh, speedway stuff has not, uh, has not gone away. It's been there. It's just not as promoted as what it used to be. And now they're looking to, uh, to bring that, that kind of nostalgia back that, uh, what was once probably one of the big events that WK hosted throughout the year. I know it was part of the North American karting championships, and uh, other other programs that happen throughout the year, so uh, they're uh, they're looking to kind of get uh, get uh, a little revitalized in the uh, in the speedway pavement uh, program. Yeah, that was always a massive race. Obviously, anytime you could win the the Briggs, you know, the Briggs and Stratton three hundred as part of the North American Championships, that was really really cool deal all around. Um, what do we got for categories? All pro, clone, medium, super heavy, uh, champ senior, clone heavy. Semi pro and junior one, two and junior three, three grand to win, Dave, in the all pro class. Yeah, there's no Tecumseh. No Tecumseh. I ran, Tecum- I, ran Tecum- I, I ran the star champ. Uh, but this actually, this event goes on at the same time as the Cup Carts North America yeah. Spring Nationals. So uh, those who will be racing on the sprint track will be able to kind of take this, uh, this event in uh, throughout the weekend. Yeah, I think it's cool. And again, we don't do obviously don't cover a lot of, of the uh, the speedway racing here, but in keeping with the discussion on the WKA, they are really pushing in different areas to kind of expand what they're doing. So uh, this is a, a just some news we think we figured we drop out for you guys. Uh, another quick break in the action. We get back. Uh, this one's more. This segment's more focused on teams, driver signings. We're kind of bring you up to speed on where some of the hot drivers in the sport are going to land and where they're going to be competing in twenty twenty one. 
The World Karting Association is the only organization on the globe that can provide you with three forms of karting, all at one event. Our historic WKA Daytona Kart Week was completed just before the new year began, welcoming record numbers. If you missed out, or if you're excited for the same atmosphere and competition, then add the Charlotte Karting Challenge, presented by Summit Racing Equipment, to your 2021 racing schedule. All three of the national championship programs will be competing at the Charlotte Motor Speedway on April 15th and the 18th in Concord, North Carolina. The Vega Manufacturers Cup Series is hosting three straight days of racing inside the famed Charlotte Oval. Our Vega Road Racing Series will tackle the complete roval portion of the facility, while the Maxxis Speedway Dirt Series will take to the dirt track at Charlotte in a special two-day event. No matter your age, no matter the discipline, the WKA Charlotte Karting Challenge has a place for you to compete at America's home for racing. Learn more about all three programs at worldkarting.com. The World Karting Association, the foundation of motorsports. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get to on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode number 30 of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. If you haven't downloaded the EKN Radio Network app to your, your mobile device, do that today. Uh, Google Play, the, uh, uh, the uh, what do you call it, uh, the App Store on <laughs> iTunes, hook you up, get you, get you dialed in. Uh, David, lots to talk about in terms of teams, drivers, um, new dealers. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. Let's, let's start with, with GFC Carding. Uh, Garrett Carlton's program has taken uh, taken off and is really, with how much he puts into it, the dedication that he puts into being at the racetrack and testing and working with his drivers and his young driver development program. Um, you know, just recently, I think I, a couple of days ago, I saw on social, on Instagram, where another shipment of carts arriving right to get built and out to people. Everywhere we go, we seem to see more GFC carts out there, especially the Challenge of the Americas. Uh, this last weekend, we were out, uh, on the road. Um, some big names moving over to GFC for 2021, primarily uh, uh, former national number one with Scusa and the Pro Tour Kyle Wick in the shifter card category, and Jacob Gulick joining as well. A couple of names from the Pacific Northwest hooking up with Garrett. Yeah, it was great to see them in their debuts with GFC at the Challenge in the Americas. Obviously, a lot of these movements happened before uh earlier in in the in the uh, in the month and something so now we're just kind of covering it to kind of keep everybody advised and uh because again this script was written about two weeks ago we just weren't able to get to it uh hold on for people to know i literally got stuck in denver if you didn't listen to our debrief from the challenge of the americas we would have we would have recorded that on tuesday this past tuesday or last tuesday almost a week ago but and david mentioned this before when i left the when i left the office 
uh, back in January, I forgot to, I forgot that I'd taken my mic from my place in California. So I got to California. I didn't have a microphone. I bought a new microphone to do all our podcasts in, in California. I left that there, obviously knowing that I was going to be home. I was going to leave that there for my now California mic. And so then when I got stuck in in, this, uh, in uh, Denver because my COVID-19 negative test was too old, by the time I tried to get on my flight to Denver, I had no microphone in Denver. So, David, this is all on me. All it on is. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's no doubt about it. It's all on you. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, your schedule is is chaotic. I mean, yeah, I have two kids and a wife, but... You know, your your schedule is a little bit more chaotic than mine. At I least dropped I can, the ball on this. One. At least well, I can. Well, at least I, I can. I can wrangle them into a room and leave them there, and then and then come and come record, and then and then take them out after that. Well, there's a microphone everywhere now. Let's put it that way. I'll have a. I would hope. I would hope so. I mean, we'll get into that later. I'll probably have to pick up your microphone uh, in a, next weekend, but uh, they will. You will. That's right. All right. Uh, so let's, get, let's continue so, on. So as I GSP. said. As I said, uh, it was great to see Kyle Wick and Jacob Gulick in their in their debuts with GFC. Uh, obviously, Wick was among the contenders right away. Was running, uh, you know, top three all weekend long. Yeah. Gulick had some some good drives as well. Finished top five, I believe, on Sunday. Uh, was right there though on, on Saturday as well. So obviously, he's he's made the transition from single speed to shifter really quick and and jumped uh, on board with the GFC as quick as well. But uh, the, yeah, the GFC is going to have a busy season as well in 2021. Obviously already started out with Florida winter tour and challenge of the Americas. So they're going coast to coast throughout the next three months. You add in the California rock championship, the rock Sonoma tri C's LAKC and the KPX and other local and regional events with, with some of their dealers and, uh, and other drivers such as formula works and some other dealers that are up in the yeah. Northwest and, and same with Riviera Racing on the East Coast here. They're they're keeping busy. Uh, but one thing, as you as you kind of mentioned in the in the onset, was uh, his Gary's focus to to young drivers, and that's why he's established that that young driver development program. And that program now has eight drivers under its tent for the 2021 season. So again, working with them at the regional and national levels, and and doing a lot of testing as well. You know, I think what is interesting, and it's it's good for Gary's program, the GFC karting program, is that you can see that, you know, when they came out of the gate, it was kind of a shifter, you know, they focused on the shifter program. And then he launched the Young Driver program. What I took from the race at the Challenge of the Americas was the, was the fact that there was GFC drivers in all the classes, right? He had drivers in, in micro and mini. There were guys in the 100cc classes, too. Um, he's got that good lineup of chassis that he's been able to develop under the GFC brand. And to be able to see that whole team working with both his own team, with Formula Works, as you said, um, you're seeing the GFC everywhere in, in all the different categories, which I think I think is a great evolution for that program. You're going to see more of this chassis. You're going to see more of Gary. And uh, for, my, for me, from a guy that's watched him you know, grow from being that kid in ADCC Junior, working his way through the 125 ranks, and, you know, eventually become the factory track magic driver, then going to Europe and running where he did over in Europe with the factory teams. And then coming back here and putting his name on a program and putting in the kind of effort that he does uh, day in, day out. I think that's one of the it, it's he set the bench, the, the, the mark high for a lot of people coming into the sport. Yeah, I think uh, Masters 100 CC was the only category he didn't have a driver. That, in, it? But that, that was it. And that that, uh, you know, as you said, the 100 CC is another focus of his. Uh, as we saw them pick up the Rock the Rio victory with uh, Jake Drew 
at the end of 2020. That's that's again the area that they're kind of focusing on growth. Uh, as we see the shifter programs really growing, and as we said, the young driver development is helping to uh, to funnel uh, some of the younger drivers into the younger categories. So, uh, as you said, spread out all over and and ready to attack in 2021. Uh, expansion. One of the uh, areas we're seeing from a different number of different organizations, different companies. One of them being Cart Republic and Cart Sport North America. David, uh, Cart Sport North America is not going to have their own essentially uh, official team this year. Instead, working with all of their dealers, they added uh, AKT Racing in Florida as a new dealer as well. And you'll see it's interesting. More drivers going in different directions. Kai Johnson, Max Garcia, both running, I believe, with AKT Racing. But really other drivers moving to other of the Cartsport uh, North America dealers to be able to race. Arias Dukbegian being one to race on that Cart Republic product. Yeah, I think that's something you'll see uh, announced a little bit more is probably more dealers that uh, will be uh, handling the Cart Republic chassis. Uh, obviously, because uh, as you said, with the team no longer being uh, conducted by Eric Jones and those at Cartsport North America, uh, you'll see you'll kind of see more of the uh, the dealers and other possible race teams adding the uh, the Cart Republic brand to their stable. Interesting for sure. Uh, one kind of big move we saw: co number one driver at the end of the 2020 season, Luca Mars, uh, making the move to run this year with Trinity Karting Group, Sean Bailiff's operation, one of the most professional courses in the paddock, and not and Dave, not only Luca Mars. But Colin Neal and Jace Park as well. Talk about stacking things up over at TKG. Yeah, we just published uh, the kind of the full roster that they're going to be having under the Trinity Karting Group uh, today on EKN. Uh, obviously, Luca Mars kind of highlights everything being the code number one, as you said. Uh, but uh, yeah, moving Colin Neal over, a fellow Ohio guy, uh, to the Ohio-based team. So that's a, that's a good addition for them, along with Jace Park who we've seen kind of grow from the micro ranks all the way up yeah. to junior and uh, being one of the top uh, competitors in the junior ranks last year. Uh, so those two drivers are moving over with, uh, with Luca as well. Uh, they got a number of returning drivers that are looking to kind of, you know, make that next step up uh, from what they did last year, not to mention, you know, Finn and Gavin uh, Bailiff, who have kind of been the, uh, the spearheads of the race team themselves uh, throughout the last couple of years. Um, they'll be doing, you know, they'll be racing in a number of different categories, including pro shifter at the Scusa pro tour and, uh, X 30 senior and K 100 senior at, uh, USPKS. So, uh, those are, those will kind of be the two programs that the, the race team is going to kind of be focusing on as well as the super nationals at the end of the 2021 season. But, uh, they're really kind of stacking the deck with a number of competitors that are going to be under the tent, uh, for those two pro championship programs. Yeah, this is a this is a team, Trinity Carding Group, that has been really interesting to watch over the last couple of years. You know, Sean Bailiff and his wife and, and everybody uh, at that program, uh, everything they do is, is first class. And Sean's been around the sport for a long time. This is a guy that, you know, has been carding for, for 30 plus years, even more than that, probably uh, was a professional race car driver at one point. He's raced in the Rolex 24 before, you know, almost almost got a chance to start the Indianapolis 500. Uh, again, a veteran motorsports guy. Uh, but to be able to watch how this program's developed, I think is, is is unbelievably cool for me. And as they kind of step to the forefront as one of the primary and premium national teams now, running as you said, both the Scusa Pro Tour and the USPKS on the East, 
the fact that they based themselves, you know, you know, Sean stepped up and they actually took over, purchased uh, the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. So they have their own racetrack. So, if, you know, when you're running with them, they're based on a track where you can show up with the team and test at that track. And David, you have already, I think, put a couple articles together about the fact that, you know, what they're doing at that track, the plans to add, you know, some extra track to it to be able to expand from there. Then you got the club program that they put in with the Pro-Am Karting Championship. That's going to be able to feed drivers into the in, into the TKG uh, national program. They're really putting everything in place to turn themselves and really, maybe not even turn themselves because they're already there, but to, you know, firmly grow roots as one of the, you know, the primary national programs in the sport. For sure. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing the uh, the new uh, additions that are going to be made to the facility there in uh, Batavia, Ohio. Uh, but one of the cool things that that kind of popped up that he popped up this weekend on social media was him competing at the 24 hours of yeah. Daytona back in the day. So, yeah, Bailiff certainly has the uh, the motorsports pedigree to uh, to help kind of mold some of these younger drivers that are looking to to make a name in the, in the sport of karting. Agreed. Uh, speaking of making a name for yourself in the sport of karting, David, one of the big stories I think last year in 2020 uh, was the success of Connor Zilich overseas, winning the Karting Academy a trophy and, and really kind of stepping to the forefront as one of our best juniors we see. Uh, he's going to move to senior this year and another and more driver movement as well. He's going to go over to Team Nitro for 2021. As I said, the Academy trophy winner from last year, but Zilich I think is going to be He's going to be one of those rookies that's going to make an impact from the get. Yeah, he's certainly going to be uh, one of those drivers, kind of like a Luca Mars and, and Arias Dumejian, who were mm-hmm. solid in their first and second years in the senior category. So, so Zillage is already making a mark. He's already won at the uh, at the uh, WK Daytona Kart Week uh, in the X30 senior category. He had some fun racing some Briggs and some K100 as well too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's going to be focused kindly on the USPKS and Supercarts Pro Tour programs for the 2021 season. So that's going to be his mark racing in both probably X30 senior and KA100 senior. So possible double duty for him. But uh, I think kind of the more the the cool part of what he's doing is he's jo- already joining a, a Team Nitro Kart that has a number of coaches. Uh, obviously, when you begin with Nick Tucker, the owner of uh, – of nitro cart and uh and the team that they they kind of help build around it you got ashley rojero as well as a as a coach and a number of other uh current and former drivers that help out with the program i think connor being as young as he is and as successful as he, that he's been uh, throughout his career basically from 2000 or 2017 to, to now uh he'll help kind of relate to to the lot of the younger drivers that do race yeah. Under the under the nitro tent aboard the uh, the the very popular cadet chassis there, so it'll be cool to see him kind of act in that role and see what he does there. Yeah, for an expansion for him too, right? To grow as a young man, grow as a young driver. I think it's going to be amazing to see him there. And and again, that, these are these are guys that we're going to see at the front of the senior races that we cover throughout the season on the EK and Trackside Live Tour. Capping things off on the, on this team driver kind of program deal, we're going to have a quick talk, talk about Team Crosslink and Crosslink competition. They're expanding their both their roster and their staff. Uh, Luke Lang, who has been one of the top junior drivers over the last couple of years into senior as well, Luke will be racing the Scusa Winter Series, the Scusa Pro Tour, and the USPKS with Team Crosslink. Dave Crosslink competition on the Xpre. Uh, veteran driver Louis Pagano 
uh, running in the Scusa Winter Series. But one of the other big additions, David, and I'll let you come in and comment, but they also added a driver coach in veteran Andre Pedroza as well, which I think, again, rounds out everything that Sean Owens is putting together at cross league competition. Yeah, Andre is a very well uh, liked coach and uh, and mechanic uh, around the karting paddock. Always, always one to greet you with a smile. Uh, has worked with a number of young drivers over probably the last five to ten years. Uh, you you look at uh, um, the Tyner brothers down in Texas. He's worked with them a long time. He worked with a number of other different drivers through the Rollison Performance Group tent. Uh, a number of different race teams um, throughout the uh, throughout the country, and a number of different drivers as well. He was just working with uh, Italian Motors uh, last weekend at the uh, at the Challenge of the Americas. So he's kind of all been you know he's kind of been all over the place. He knows exactly uh, the way to uh, address each race weekend, and and as I said, always there with a smile, always has a positive a- attitude, and that's kind of the one thing you love to see with a driver coach. So it's a great addition. Uh, to Team Crosslink, and and, are, and they're already g- great staff that they have there. And a really calm and relaxed tone and voice. You know what I mean? When you're just, you can't have that as a coach. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, uh, one more break in the action we get back. Well, we'll go do a kind of a deep dive into the editorial that's been on the website. If you didn't see it, We'll give you some headlines. If there's something maybe you missed, you can go back and find it on the website. We'll talk about uh, all the podcasts we've been able to put together that are now available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio. We'll tell you what's going on in the EKN Radio Network in the next little while, and we'll tell you what's coming up on EKN. Stay with us, folks. We'll cap off this edition of This Week in Carding after this final break. The 2021 season of Supercarts USA competition is underway. We hosted our opening event of the Scusa Winter Series program during the first full weekend of January. Over 200 entries converged on the AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex presented by MG Tires in South Florida to begin the fourth edition of our spring training program. The series continues on February 12th to the 14th with rounds three and four in Homestead. Did you miss the opening weekend? Well, you can fix that in February. This is the ideal opportunity to shake off the rust and get ready for the new season. And the track at Homestead always offers tight and competitive racing. This is the tune-up for the Scusa Pro Tour, and all the national classes are on the schedule. Registration is currently open for the second event of the 2021 Scusa Winter Series. Use the Scusa Winter Series finale to get ready to rock this year on the Scusa Pro Tour. The 12th season of the nation's largest and most competitive championship program begins on the March 26-28 to 28 weekend at NOLA Motorsports Park with the Scusa Winter Nationals. Join the best in North America at the facility located just outside New Orleans to begin this year's Scusa Pro Tour. You can get all the program's information on supercartsusa.com or register now at motorsportsreg.com. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton, Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching. 
we're on track and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up, or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawls and Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour, and California Pro Kart Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. We're the Rawlison Performance Group. We race to win. Welcome back to This Week in Carding. We'll wrap things up with a look at uh, the editorial that has worked its way on to EKN. Not so much the news items, but more our original editorial that we've kicked up. Because, David, uh, we had the hammer down for the last month for sure. A lot of, a lot of editorial getting pushed out. We kind of refired as we do in the offseason our EKN one-on-one shows, you know, our Q&As, which I think have been great. Um, first and foremost, one of the ones we did – uh, to get things going with it was Jamie Siraki from Franklin Motorsports. Just one of the guys that uh, we've known for so many years. One of the great guys in the sport. One of the great shops as well in Franklin Motorsports. Yeah, it's always great to connect with Jamie and just kind of see what's going on in, in <clears throat> excuse me, in the southeast portion of uh, Wisconsin. Uh, great to talk to him and see what's going on with with the way that the shop continues to evolve with the sport. Uh, the Merlin brand that they they've bringing in for probably over two decades now, yeah. and uh, and now the engine shop that they have with Innovative Performance uh, and Scott Cop there. So uh, great to talk with him. You also talked with Garrett Potter of Rock Cup USA. You had a great Q and A with him, kind of kind of overseeing what uh, what they did and, and kind of the behind the scenes look at that Rock the Rio. Uh, indeed, and again further down the line, another one of our one on ones with Greg Jasperson. One of the things that David is always always takes a lot of time for you. You have to really dedicate it, and that was that was the driver rankings. And when you wrap things up for 2020, our final standings. And that was that was an interesting discussion you and I had because all of a sudden you came on to Skype with you and I talking back and forth as we do throughout the day. And you're like, well, listen, we've never had this before. Uh, we have a tie for first place in the in the tag category. We just you and I elected to just to say, you know what, co-champions. We weren't going to do a tiebreaker because both drivers. With Arius Duke Midgen and Luca Mar is pretty impressive. Well, clickbait, we could have done like a poll. That would have been, right. been great clickbait, but we decided, you know, we can't we can't leave it up to to all the moms and grandmas and, and aunts and uncles. <laughs> Who's got the most extended family? Exactly. So uh so we yeah, I like the idea of just just making them the co it. number ones. But uh yeah, as we said, Arius Zumegian and Luca Mars finished up the uh, the tag rankings as co number ones. Bryson Morris are sitting in third. Uh, shifter rankings for look, the twenty. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna look at and look, then look at the shifter top three. Like, come on. Yeah, shifter right? top three. AJ Myers, the uh, that's two now two time excuse a Pro Tour champion. Jake French, a former Pro Tour champion, and Danny Formal, a former Pro Tour champion, uh, and two time or. Yes, two-time Rock the Rio, four-time Super Nationals winner, <laughs> a five-time Rotax U.S. Grand Nationals winner. I guess we could go on and on. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, David, uh, between Christmas and New Year's, we weren't able to get down to Daytona, but you were still at the laptop working away. Uh, our coverage of Daytona Cart Week, uh, of course, the Manufacturers Cup, but also spending some time after the event, before and after the event, to cover the 50 Cart Challenge on the Enduro program where they were able to get, I think they ended up with 60 laydown Yamahas, right? 62 laydown Yamahas That's for both so days. Awesome. That's uh and again, something they're going to keep uh, kind of pushing towards as the season goes on at uh, events at mid Ohio in June and then Pittsburgh in September. Uh, we also had a chance to get another article from Blake Hunt, a very talented writer talking about the exclusive club of Norberg and Jarsakrak. A couple of guys that have they won a few championships in a row. <laughs> Yeah, each each driver with four championships in the respective programs. Obviously, Ryan Norberg four straight in the Scusa Pro Tour, and now Brandon Jarzakrak earning four straight in the USPKS program uh, after the 2020 season or 2020 title that he earned. So uh, again, it's it's very you know you they yeah they both have four championships, but they're four different really personalities and, and kind of the way they've they've approached things and. And the way they kind of approach things now. So uh, it was a really cool article Blake was able yeah, to provide. Yeah, Blake, Blake knocked, knocked that one out of the park. Uh, driver of the month for December 2020 was Isaac Malkett. Had a fantastic run in some regional, some clubs, some regional, and of course at Daytona as well. David, we also knocked out a, a couple of weekends of coverage. I was down south by myself for the Scusa Winter Series opener at, uh, at Homestead for their first run. And then you and I were both uh, trackside at, uh, at, in Phoenix for the, the opening rounds of the Challenge of the Americas. Good to be back with the crew uh, from the Challenge of the Americas, for sure. Yeah, just good to be trackside no matter what. For uh, you, for know, sure, for, yeah. For both of us, it was a long time, and you you as well. So to get yeah. back down to uh, Scusa Winter Series and then back together uh, for the first time since August, uh, we were back together at the at the track. So as we do with our podcasts, uh, just for those of you who are tuning in here, everything we do in terms of edit, uh, podcast editorial, audio editorial, starts on the EKN Radio Network. That's the first opportunity to listen to it. David then grabs that, turns it into podcasts, and posts them up, as I said before, on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the different other podcast outlets. Make sure you subscribe, give us a review. That way, you know, give us a thumbs up. That way, we'll jump up a little higher on that on that program. But David, I think you knocked out. I think over, since our last show, probably six or seven different podcasts that got posted. Yeah, a number of podcasts were were uh, put up onto uh, as you said anywhere you get uh, a podcast uh, on your phone or or mobile devices. Obviously, the last episode for this week in carding back in December 16, twenty twenty. Uh, our last face-to-face episodes, the first was the 31st episode with SimCraft, 24 hours of NOLA, which that event now has been That's sold it. out with 50 teams, so it didn't really take much to promote that event, did it? <laughs> Unbelievable. That, that race is going to keep getting bigger and bigger and better. That's awesome. I know we did a face-to-face as well. You and I sat down with the uh, the Margate. Actually, I did that. I started out with the, the Margate Night Winners uh, from Daytona. That was a lot of fun because uh, – Greg Dingus, I think it was Sean Candy set it up. I was interviewing them on his phone. So we literally got a chance to interview the, the, the three winners uh, from the Margate Night Class Daytona trackside. We were actually right up, they were right on the front straightaway, which was really cool. I thought that yeah, was a lot of fun. Yeah, doing right right, uh, right after the podium. They were on the podium. Yeah. They jumped over yeah. onto the phone and we were able to talk to you. So that was, that was good. Awesome. Uh, obviously, 2021 season has begun. So we got in our first outlaps of the year, both with the Scusa Winter Series and the Challenge in the Americas. And then we followed both of those up with our debriefs. So both of those episodes are available for download. 
So the Outlap, folks, if you don't know, is our preview podcast. We do going into every EKN Trackside Live event. The debrief, of course, then the race report when we sit down and take a deep dive into everything that happened Trackside. Or uh, things EK- we forget. <laughs> Dude, all the time. <laughs> Listen, literally. Just a shout uh, out to Mike Smith. That's all it was. Shout, yeah, shout out to Mike Smith. We didn't talk about talk about him. Uh, and Placing course, his e- third. Yeah, who cares? His, yeah, his, his ego needs constant feeding. Um <laughs> Because his helmet's almost as big as his suit. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's why he can't get out of the hairpin. His helmet's too big. <laughs> that's a possibility for sure. But yeah, he's got a stilo though, dude. It's super light. So I don't Good know. Good point. Good true. point. It's everything inside the helmet. That's it. That's probably what it is there. Uh, ECAN Radio Network again, 24-7 uh, carding content on the ECAN Radio Network. Nothing like it in the sport, folks, uh, that uh, constant having that up on, on, on uh, the radio network. ecardingnews.com slash radio. Again, that's live. Not live, but it's it's constantly running 24-7. It's not on demand. It's like a streaming radio station. Um, we've been playing, what, This Week in Carding, the last episode. we got a lot of old podcasts that are going up uh, as well. Uh, we and David's always putting together some of the old old shows. So after we do a race, David will prep up all the audio from that weekend, play that on the EKN Radio Network. Plus, he does some rewinds from, from races before. So the EKN Radio Network still rocking, as it always has. But David, let's wrap up this show here and cap it off. What's coming up on EKM? We've got a couple more EKM lives for the month of February. Yeah, it looks like I'll have a, a busy month of February. Uh, I will be heading to the Scusa Winter Series, the finale at the AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida on February 12th through the 14th. So it'll be the final two rounds, rounds three and four of that championship program. So we'll be able to crown uh, this year's winners in that program. Yeah, and you'll also be going to the Challenge of the Americas. I will not be making the trek to either of these events. If any of you who have kind of watched the news lately, uh, I t- already said that I got stuck at home. I got stuck in Denver. Me getting stuck in Denver getting home on Thursday means that my quarantine of two weeks that I have to do, and I'm negative. I had five, I had, I had three different negative tests on the Friday, Monday, and Tuesday around the Challenge of the Americas. My quarantine puts me here at home until the Friday of the cha- of the Scusa race in Homestead. To get to the U.S., I have to do a test. I can't get out of my house to do a test to wait 24 to 48 hours, so I'm screwed for the Scusa race. And then now Canada just locked down a deal that if anybody is flying back to Canada, you have to take a test at the airport, then quarantine for three days in a hotel, which they expect is going to cost around $2,000. So... Um, yeah, I'm going to be out for the February races. <laughs> David's going to be the quarterback for those. Uh, we'll give you the full uh, update on who's going to be announcing the race. I know that I know the Chappie, Tim Chapman's uh, going to be on the mic at the challenge race at, uh, at Cal Speed. He's uh, been on the mic there many times before. Uh, but so February is a little a mess for me when I when I head down for March. Uh, I'll be down there for a lot longer and I can amortize that two thousand dollars. It's going to cost me to come home. But otherwise, David, it's all you. It's all me, and that's how that's how it should be. You know, I might not have the voice, hey. but I get all the hard work done. <laughs> Don't use this to slam me. And listen, uh, remember, dude, well, I was by. Listen, hold on. I was by myself at the Scusa race, announced the races, did all the social media, and and wrote the race report. So the day you start announcing races, you can talk, my friend. That's the easy part, right? The announcing. Yeah, that's super easy. Talking for nice. Well, uh, well, right, but you, you talk about what you see. You know, you you kind of yeah. you kind of know yeah, what it. you're talking about. So it does, it's not like you have to 
go on a computer and research a lot of things because you know you know a lot of the stuff. So I, that's I what I'm saying. That's, I like the that's a backhanded comment. I appreciate that. A backhanded I, comment. I'm right? saying out of all that stuff that you did that weekend, the announcing part was probably the easiest part of it. You know, the, it's automatic. It's definitely it's automatic. exactly. So all you right. know, it's well, just let's... it's just like Sean Bird trying to take photos. It's automatic. Yeah, he has to use the automatic features on, on it anyways. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to knock this thing out at 60 minutes. It's an hour show here this weekend, Carding. Thank you so much for joining us. we got lots more con- comments, or content, rather, to come here on the ECAN Radio Network. Dude, I'm trying to hit the 60-minute mark. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we'll go past it. We'll just cut out, we'll just cut out some of your comments, David. There we go. Perfect. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>